all, but it was like the trans community. The trans perfect or something trans, like that. <clears throat> yes, yes. And it was a, uh, it was an old fashioned slobber knocker, as Dabo Sweeney would say. Um, went went into overtime. So I I was just watching film, and we want to discuss what what happened. There were several con, you know controversial items that happened, but the first thing is is in the at the end of the fourth quarter. Um, I went back and looked at it again. Tennessee had about there were about two minutes around two minutes. Score was tied forty five to forty five. Tennessee gets the ball. The first uh, attempt, they made a short pass that was complete. Then it was second and two, right? Scores tied 45 uh -huh. to 45. Yes. They threw a deep pass, and it was incomplete. Third uh -huh. and two, deep, another deep plat pass incomplete. Uh -huh. Fourth and two, they ran the ball and got the first down, but at this point, they have no more time. So they, their kicker, McGrath, was forced to kick for a 56-yard field goal, and it, he missed. So as we discussed last night, Suzanne, what, what, do you, what are your thoughts on that? Um, first of all, Angela, I just, uh, and we may get into this later, but I just have to get this out of the way. I want to say congratulations to Clemson um, on their great bowl win. I was oh, thank you. It was a great game. So anyway, I wanted to tell you that. And then second of all, that was that game yesterday. I only got to see the second half because I was uh, doing some other stuff during the first half. So I'll, I'll be really honest. I didn't see the whole game. I just saw the second half. But the half I saw was probably one of the best. The most exciting football game. Yes, um, I agree. Back, the back and forth, and it was offensive all the way. It was like um, both teams were just scoring at will, it seemed like. Um, and anyway, getting back to, to what you were talking about, it was so back and forth, and it was just an exciting game, and it came down to the end, and I, I guess I – my thinking um, is I just want to win this football game because it's been so back and forth and both teams are scoring. So my thought would be we need to do what we can just to get out of here and, and win this game. Correct. So That's what I would I be would, thinking as a coach. And I, Right. And so I would be wanting to just do my best to set up and get a very makeable field goal at that point. Um, you know, maybe some people would call that being very conservative or whatever in play calling. But to me, that's just almost sort of the fundamental thing to do. Um, and so, yeah, I, I don't understand when it's second and two, why I would just want to be getting first downs and getting, I think they were even only like 10 yards away from really being in their kicker's field goal range. They were. Um, they were very close. Was, yeah, it wasn't that far. And so I'd be looking at every every two or three yards I can get is getting closer to that 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 point. And um, so that's what I would be doing. I'd be running the ball because 
up to that point, too, what I observed in the part of the game I did is that Tennessee was running the ball very well. Like, and and I did, Purdue was having a hard time stopping their running game. So that, too, like, I would have kept running the ball just because they were doing such a great job at it. Right, and, right. Um, and if they could have gotten 10, 15 more yards – and they had timeouts. So when their player got stopped, even if it wasn't exactly a first down or it was a play that the clock was going to keep running, they could have called a timeout because they had all their timeouts. So, yeah, those are things. I, I think Tennessee should have won that game in regulation, in my opinion. Um, I agree. They could have, um, and then all the other stuff that, that came after that would have, of course, not even happened. But, it would have um, been moot. Um, yeah, and the commentators, did you hear the commentators make that same comment? They were, they were like, why is Tennessee going for the big score when they can just kick a field goal? Like, they just need to be getting in field right. goal range. So right. if, if any Tennessee fans are listening and know the answer to that, please, please let us know because we're all confused. And the, um, yeah. I haven't heard anybody explain that yet. Um, I've, right. I've seen some comment, a lot of, of course, a lot of chatter on social media and, uh, but I have not seen anybody explain why Tennessee did not go try, just try to get in the field. They were so close. Right. They were so close. And they threw the, the two deep passes and I was just baffled. Um, yeah, because that, that was not their strong suit yesterday. Um, Yesterday, what was working from what, again, what I just observed from, is their running game, like that little running back was, he was doing really well and, and they were running right up the middle and they were getting six, seven, eight yards on every run. And I, I just, I don't know. I, I don't understand it. I'm with you, Angela. I don't understand it. No, I, I still don't understand it. And then, and then, of course, let's talk about the the final the the final issue was the touchdown call. Um, as they were, as most of you noticed when you were watching the game, there was a very controversial call. Um, mm -hmm. I don't remember what player it was that was down, but he was on top of a Purdue guy, which means that they're not technically down, even right. though they're laying on top of the Purdue guy. And the ball definitely right. went over the, definitely went over the plane. So it was, right. it was a touchdown, but what had happened was the referee called forward progress was stopped short of the goal and blew. Right. And I have seen online and I have seen other people talking that the whistle was blown too soon. And right. I, and that's, that's the controversial call, I guess. It's why would they blow the whistle so soon? Um, right. But I guess at that point, that's just a referee call. Um, right. You're right. But that, that, that to me looked like a bad call, just in my opinion. Um, yeah. I, I, that's going to be one. Um, here again, even before we get to that play, in the overtime, um, these are other things that, like, I um, I would think in overtime again, again, 
we're just trying to score points and win this game, which I'm not saying, I'd say that's everybody's goal in overtime. But um, when it was fourth down, I probably would have kicked a field goal. Um, and the first time that it was fourth down, uh, Tennessee's quarterback, um, you know, made like a heroic play. Right. And, and got, got the first down, thank goodness for them. But then it came up and it was fourth down again. And again, they didn't kick the field goal. There were just so many like, like, I don't understand that. I would think, and again, I guess this is a coach that's just, he's just, you know, maybe going for the gusto, um, going, but I didn't see that Purdue was really going to do much more than a field goal. And at least you would live to the next overtime. Right. Um, You're trying to stay alive at that point. Yes. Yes. So those are things too that like, again, I'd be saying this with any coach. Um, I mean, if the team that I root for, if the coach had made some of those decisions, I would probably be saying the same. I, I know I would be saying. Oh, I would be very. I would be very uh, questioning of Dabo Sweeney if we had made some of those calls. Right. Um, right. So it was even everything. There were just so many little things up to that controversial end call correct um, so that that's my only thing there um you always hate it when a game ends that way i know you do and it's it's a heartbreaker um it's a heartbreaker i'm not for purdue but for tennessee it's a heartbreaker and um but i mean great game it was really. a great game i thought hendon hooker played a really great game for tennessee um I, they all played the they all did on both sides like both teams just played their hearts out you know and you know i guess it gives you a little bit of hope too and that's what the clemson game is everyone wants to say now that bowl games don't matter and um that you know everybody just wants to go to the college playoff and other stuff but you know what i feel like through that clemson game and watching the heart of those players and through that game, the fighting back and forth and giving it everything they had, it just made you see that, you know what, it does matter. Um, I think these players, I know these players and coaches and schools, they do care and they, they, the bowl games do matter. And I agree. Um, I think that was a really, that that's a refreshing thought. Um, it, it, I liked that part of it. Um, and I have so, to I have to brag on Clemson that we did not have any players opt out of the bowl game. I noticed that 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 is something that is that is a huge and, testament. And for those of us, those listeners who are who are not super familiar with football, which is you know our target audience, players can opt out of the bowl games or the playoff games, especially if they're considering going into the NFL. You'll see that happen because they don't want to get hurt. Um, right. And so that's not that uncommon, but right, it's not at all. And so it, it, it made me proud that even the ones who were thinking of going into the draft didn't opt out of the game. They wanted to be with their team. And See, I, have, I have a huge admiration for that. I, I do really too. Do. 
I, I have a huge admiration for for people that for players that they just want to stick with their team till the very end until you know and I I just that's wonderful. Yeah, I agree. And um and the other let's talk about this other interesting rule. Um I I was laughing. I didn't realize it until your husband sent me the a comment, a, a person on Twitter, Terry McCauley, who's a veteran NFL ref, had commented on this. I thought it was funny that Tennessee player is, I think, is number 88. So when they had that controversial call on the touchdown, the 88's reaching, <laughs> trying to pull the Tennessee player, the runner. I can't Which, remember. You know what? It's like, I can't blame him. I don't blame I mean, him either. <laughs> He's trying to pull him over the the, the line, um, but he's behind. He's over the. He's in front of the player, not behind the player, which apparently is a rule. So this rule that right. this this referee puts out on Twitter is: no other teammate shall grasp, pull, or lift the ball carrier to assist in forward progress. So apparently. Gotcha. You can't pull them. You can push them, but you can't pull them forward like that guy. But that was funny to me. I thought, well, he's just, they're trying to get him over the line, and I totally get that. Um, no, because you had, you had um, made that comment last night. You made that comment. I love the Tennessee player that's trying to pull him over. I know. Like, like, you, you observed that, and you made that comment. Yes, um, but didn't know it was illegal at the time. So yeah, right. <laughs> apparently that's not legal. But We're just admiring the, like everybody's trying to. <laughs> the gusto. I'm just going to pull him over. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. And, and another yeah. interesting fact that I didn't realize until a few years ago was the fact that they're not down if they're on top of the other player. To me, that's a yeah. very interesting rule that, like yeah, last night, that. They have to be on, on the, the ground. ground. So if they're laying on top of the Purdue player, that's okay. But if they're yeah. laying on the ground, that's not okay. <laughs> it's not okay. That's right. So that's, right. that's an interesting football rule to me that um, yep. you just, you better make sure you laying on somebody's, the other team's body so you're not down. Yeah. And then you're I still alive. <laughs> that's right. Until that player touches the ground, you got to, that's why they always say play through the whole the entire play because until that player touches the ground, it's still, they're still good to go, you know, until the whistle blows. So, um, so anyway, yeah. yeah a, couple, a lot of interesting rules and, and things I hadn't, you don't see that much happen last night in the Tennessee game, but yeah, I do give Tennessee yeah. big props for playing really hard and um, fighting all the way I don't I think the I think the reason they lost was like you said Suzanne I think it was just maybe some coaching some maybe some questionable well, coaching calls yeah, yeah some decisions um well and again I I'm not as smart as any and I don't even pretend to be it's just you know me as a fan as a naked someone that's never played football in my life and never right and me you too know, I know it's, it's easy to watch from the the you know the, the sideline, you know, from the TV and just watch. Um, but I think it's just, you know, I, I think as fans, sometimes we do sort of question decisions within games, you know, and, um, but 
Well, that's what you we're know, here for. That's what <clears throat> we're just giving our own two cents and our own opinion for our worldwide uh, audience. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. so anyway, all right. Well, yeah. that's our yeah. recap of the wonderful Tennessee game. It was very exciting and I hate that it, it turned was. out like it was. I think Tennessee should have won that, but that's just my opinion. They seemed like the more talented team to me, but, um, but it was a good matchup. It was a really good game. It was. It was. Um, very. So tonight, very we got a little game going on tonight. I know. And this afternoon. And this afternoon. Um, just a couple of little games. Um, just, uh, yep. Alabama plays Cincinnati. Yep. And Georgia hits, hits the um, field with Michigan. So hopefully Michigan. the dogs will put them in the doghouse <laughs> uh, <laughs> and um, they'll move on to play Alabama or Cincinnati. Yeah, we'll see. It'll, it, I think it's Michigan's really good. Michigan um, is good, Tennessee. but it's so gonna, is Georgia. It's going to be, uh, you know, who shows up and you just, you don't know. They've had a whole week of just, you know, all these different activities and preparation and you just don't know how it's all going to work out. But Well, hopefully um, they've been watching film. And <laughs> I'd say they have. That's going to be I'd another, say. we're going to have another podcast. I know all of you are on the edge of your seats out there in podcast <laughs> land. Tomorrow we will definitely have a podcast about the Georgia game in Alabama because right. th these are two big games coming up today so Suzanne yeah. Yeah. I know you'll be watching I'll be watching and we will be yeah. back tomorrow to discuss and break down those two games so everybody happy new year from Suzanne and Angela the gridiron girls yes happy new year